1: This is Follow the Money with Mitch
0: Moss and Polly Howard on VCN.
1: Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Sign up for a PlayCard debit MasterCard and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Visit playcard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Card issued by MetaBank, member FDIC.
3: All right, so after last night's Monday night football game, the Dolphins now on a seven-game winning streak. Again, you've probably heard the first team in NFL history to have a seven-game losing streak and a seven-game winning streak in the same season. They are sitting at the seven. They play Tennessee this week. In fact, that is the current playoff matchup. If the season ended today, it would be Miami against Tennessee. And we'll go over yes-no playoff odds right now for a lot of these teams to actually get in. But sitting at the seven... Uh, the yes this morning at vsin.com is still 4-1. to one. The no is minus 550. They're 80-1 to one to win the AFC. They close at Tennessee and New England. So it's going to be tough for this team to get in.
1: This is just so convoluted with all the tiebreakers because you can't just look at, say, oh, they have a tiebreaker over this team or this team. It's like you're going to have to get into a three- or four-way tie situation. Right. Like the 49er thing blew my mind yesterday. Before the Monday night game, if the, there was a situation, a scenario, if the Niners won out, they still could miss the playoffs. They would lose a three-way tie mm-hmm. with the Saints and, uh, and Eagles. So uh, th- th- some of this stuff is just madness. Uh, and you see all the teams with seven losses. Well, right now, the Patriots sitting at the sixth seed,
3: they were the one seed like two weeks ago. Right, right. They're five, $5 to win the division? Sure. Now they're, they're but, actually plus $9 to miss the playoffs. Now, they're 15 and a half point favorites against Jacksonville. I can't imagine Bill Belichick's going to lose this game <clears throat> and then they get Miami on the road in week 18.
1: They did lose as a 17 point favorite to Fitzpatrick when the bye was on the line a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So anything's possible. But uh, I, I'm with you. They should, they'll, they'll win the game Sunday and then take their chances against Miami. Remember, that was the year
3: where they had to lose that game. Chiefs said like went out. Yeah, for the Patriots to miss out on a buy, yeah, and that was Brady's last game ever when they got beat in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, good story, but I think it comes to an end Sunday again. I think the Titans are a good bet. Uh, different, different offense with a healthy AJ Brown, and you just see how limited Miami is offensively. The offense—we didn't talk about this enough. The offensive line's atrocious. Tur- get- the holding, nonstop. Yep. Second and one hold can't protect. It. Some of- one was a phantom call. Sure. But between the bad offensive line and the shaky play calling. I don't know what this Mickey Mouse gadget br- brissette stuff running the Wildcat with Lindsay. Let yep. Tua cook. And by the way, he's, he's making some throws out there. Come on. You know, but get him a
3: rhythm. Does does anything look natural with Tua right now? Like there there was a pass last night in the game that he maybe threw it like 25 yards down the field. He had to put every possible ounce of torque in mm-hmm. his body to make that pass. I'm yeah. just like, God man, what happened to Yeah. Cause when he came in. I'll never forget that game against Georgia in the national title game when he came in as a freshman. Everything was so smooth. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. No points at why, halftime. Why I was he on Hertz. the bench? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, it's just like the injuries that he's been through. And now it's, oh man, it's such a mess to watch him. But I'm, I'm rooting for the kid. Um, the Chargers this morning are plus 140 to make it. Mm. They close with Denver and they're a five and a half or six point favorite this week. And then they're out here in Las Vegas against the Raiders. They... I thought that was a misleading score the first time they played. I thought they killed
1: the Raiders the first uh, time. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I think they'll win out. And then they lost the, uh, to the Ravens earlier this year, so they're going to need some help, though, too. Um, and they might get it, but I think they're going to win out and, and get in there. So I would take the plus money. I think they'll take care of Denver, no problem, especially if it's going to be locked. Yeah, I'm with you on that. The,
3: the Ravens have the Rams and then Pittsburgh. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they're going to beat the Rams this weekend. Can you? I mean, Cooper Cup. What is he going to do against his secondary? Oh, my God. What, what are
1: his props this week? Yeah. Nine and a half catches and 130 yards? Sounds about right. I mean, 132 for 1730 so far with two games to play and, and 14 <laughs> touchdowns. It's ridiculous. I, 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 he had one game. He was, held, what, 69. Every game he's had at least 90 yards other than the one game. I mean, it, it's, you know where it's going and how many times, and you still can't stop it. Yeah.
3: Uh, so I don't like the Ravens' chances. The Raiders this week, I mean, they're 4-1 to one to get in. They have to beat the Colts on the road this week, then come back and beat the Chargers
1: just to have a shot. What would be typical Raiders, they win and then lose. <laughs> they lose at home, they shock the Colts. I, I, I could mean, see that, yeah. Because they have, they've they had some bad losses. I mean, certainly, look at the Bengals. Great story, but I mean, if the Bengals don't win the division, I mean, they lost to the Jets and the Bears. Sure. Can't do that. Yep. In fact, we'll do division odds
3: coming up in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have been making a great case for a team in that division. Not named the Bengals. Yeah, it's interesting. We'll tell you about How about the NFC now? Some yes-no. So what is... Do you have the
1: scenario in your head with the 49ers if they win out? Or is it too convoluted? Yeah. Well, not with, this, with the Saints loss. It's, yeah, that that's... That depends who they're up against. Because they beat Minnesota and they beat the Eagles. But then what happens if it's a three-way tie? So if they win out, they're going to be okay now with the Saints losing. But if they... If they lose week 18 to the Rams, again, they, if it's a three-way tie, they're out. With, with, if it's the Saints, Eagles, and 49ers, mm-hmm. 49ers don't get in. So it's a, it's a yes. mess. It is a mess. Depends who you, depends, right. But they went out, they're, they're going to be in now with the, with the Saints loss on Monday night. Yeah. And well, who knows what's going to happen with the Saints moving forward. It's the COVID bowl against Carolina coming up. Saints have 20 guys on the list. Carolina put 14 on the list yesterday. Isn't every game the COVID bowl right now
3: in college and the NFL? Okay. But they were minus $2 to, to actually miss the playoffs last night. They closed Carolina and then at Atlanta.
1: That's easy. But who's your quarterback, right? Oh. And you, you, are you, how good are you with Hill? Remember, they're, they're in a dog fight late against the Jets with mm-hmm. Hill, even though he ran wild and uh, it was a misleading score. But I'm drawing through. a am drawing a line through Minnesota. I'm drawing a line through Atlanta. So 49ers, Eagles, Saints, two go, one stays home.
3: Yeah, I, I don't think Atlanta's going to get in. I think that they're, well, first of all, they're not. They're not good. So I don't want them in the playoffs. But that's not going to happen. I don't yeah. think. If the if the Vikings can shock Green Bay on Sunday night, they close out with Chicago at home.
1: Yeah, and the other thing, the, the Cowboys are in a good situation if Green Bay stubs their toe because Dallas only has one loss in conference, one conference loss rather. So they're. Uh, they're going to win tiebreakers. Uh-huh. So they're in a great position. Well, assuming it's not Tampa, because Tampa's the loss to start the season. Oh. But that, that's another one. Who's going to get the two, the three, the four with all those teams 11 and four and Green Bay trying to uh, run the table? That, that, well, those are good props, too, we'll get to. Who's going to get the one seed? Green Bay's a huge favorite. Green Bay closes with uh, Minnesota at home, and then they take on Detroit. Right.
3: By the way, the Eagles now are minus 250 to get in, and they're sitting at the seven seed
1: overall yeah how about that? And they close with Washington <laughs> this week on the road than Dallas Dallas, right yeah, that's another thing. how, how are they going how are these opponents going to treat week eighteen? I could see McVay punting on the game if he can't get the buy and really improve and and, and who do you want to play too? i mean you can't even you can't even look at that because all the teams are bunched up. Well, I like this matchup better if for in the three six or if we get this opponent I mean you can't even do it from that standpoint right but there's just, there's just too much going on to think about. With who needs what week 18? Think about this. What if the Cowboys somehow
3: have the two seed wrapped up going into week 18? They could punt on the game. Yeah. Yeah. They could absolutely punt. Yes. Because then they would get Philadelphia the next week in the playoffs
1: anyway, potentially. Uh Right. And even though they're only a three and a half, four point favorite, you'd think the Eagles should take out Washington. Sure. It's still Heineke supposed to start and Allen's going to play, but they have so many guys out and the stuff that they're dealing with. I mean, that was an embarrassment Sunday. Yeah. Now, I,
3: I, know, I know the Cowboys went to Minnesota this year and won. That was with Cooper Rush. But if you're telling me they had, you know, if they could line it up to where they could pick their opponent, whether it's Philadelphia, Minnesota, the Saints, the last team they would want to see would be Minnesota, in my opinion. I know you think they're a dead team, but if they get in the playoffs, that would be a totally different story. I think the Cowboys would say, sign me up all day long for Philadelphia, or New Orleans in the playoffs and not Minnesota.
1: Jalen Hurts has got to go against his defense now. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Larry, they routed Philly in the first matchup. And uh, they beat the Saints, and that was, that was ugly offensive performance by the Saints right. in that Thursday night game. Yep. And right now, again, the, the playoff
3: matchup, well, in the NFC, the Cardinals would be against Tampa Bay if the season ended today. I don't really, I, don't, I know Tampa Bay's decimated by injuries. I don't like the Arizona, you know, I don't like the Cardinals' chances to go to Tampa Bay and win that game. Yeah. Captain Obvious checking in here. Well,
1: so when you mention all those teams now, the, how bad Arizona's been, I would like to draw them in the first round. I don't want to see the 49ers. Oh, neither do they're I. are healthy? God, no. 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 Uh, That's the last team I want to right. see. Right. And the way Arizona's playing? I hey, mean, but- that, that looks too easy Sunday, but I cannot make a case for Arizona. Never want to be prisoner of the moment, but my God, hmm. they are a mess. Um, and they think they're going to go into Dallas and win? I can't see it.
3: The, as of right now, the Niners would be at the Rams. And again, they play in week 18. As we talked about yesterday, you know the history here with Shanahan and McVay. Shanahan owns them. You think the Rams would want a piece of the 49ers in the first well, round? And they punched
1: them in the mouth in the Monday night game. That's the And the, the Rams thing. went home. They, I mean, they they, that first drive? It's like we're not even going to throw the ball. We're going to run it every play and there's nothing you can do about it. You know, that, that's the beauty of the rivalry.
3: Because <laughs> people think of the Rams no. as bullies and they're going to smash you in the face and beat you on the defensive line. The 49ers are actually the bullies in this series. They hit him in the, in the mouth, and the Rams do not respond well
1: to that at all. Uh-huh. And that's going back now a handful of years. No, but the shoulda, woulda, coulda scenarios, there's another one. I mean, you lost at home to Colt McCoy You're the 49ers. Brutal. There's some bad losses that the Niners had. Yep. All
3: right, let's follow the money here on v The Sports Betting Network up next. One of the very best in the business. Peter King's going to join the program. Uh, has covered the NFL for 35-plus years. He wrote uh, that the MVP is down to three players right now in the league. So what does his current pecking order look like between those three players? We'll ask him about that coming up here on Follow the Money.
0: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
2: You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack
1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. What do you want from your sports book? Great odds, fast and easy live betting. Sounds like you just don't want to bet. You want to live your bet life. And when you bet with points bet, you get great odds and great payouts all in a fast and reliable book. Download the app now and sign up with code VEASAN2K. Get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And as the official sports betting partner of NBC, PointsBets giving you a free $10 live bet during Sunday night football for the rest of the season. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21. You see Drew Brees there. The Saints reached out to Drew Brees. They guy, like, hey, you want to come back, play for a couple games? Huh? They reached out to Phillip Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> How good is that? Well, okay. Bree so... says, I'm golfing. Buzz off.
3: Leave me alone. Is that the second or third team to reach out to Phillip Rivers this year? It's at least number two. could yeah. be number three. Yeah. You know, I said yesterday, I just, I'm looking forward to the regular season coming to an end because it's just it's uh-huh. so difficult now. I want the playoffs here. That doesn't uh-huh. mean that all of this is going to go away, although the CDC changed their rules yesterday. They, so that, that could they, benefit the NFL and all, all other sports
1: too. Yes, isolation period going down five days. Uh, Peter, efforting Peter King, uh, not a fan of the game last night, he called it a farce. Do you want the playoffs decided by one team having 22 players out due to COVID when last week three games were pushed back with 20-plus players on each team testing positive? Uh, and it, certainly the Saints had nothing on offense in a fourth-string quarterback, and that's what it looked like. I mean, I thought I thought they could at least do a little more offensively. But uh, you know that's, that, that dog
3: wouldn't hunt. That is what a playoff game could look like if a team is ravaged by COVID
1: news two days before the game. Sure. Look at, look at the Huntley thing that came down. What Saturday I, afternoon? Oh, I, that's, right before I, picks I were so. due. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was big. Speaking of contests and picks, um, this has been a i uh, an eye opening experience, and it just uh, it's fascinating when you look at these contests. Uh, we touch about it briefly. Many of you don't care. That's fine. I understand it, but just that we're we're top twenty five with two weeks left. But I always thought like three and two would move the chains. Oh no. You're with the creme de la creme now, cream of the crop. Three and two doesn't get it done now. And I mentioned a couple of weeks ago we went three and two and fell back. Three and two didn't move up again. But four and one, you jump up big time. So it's just when you're going against these top guys here, at least who've been so consistent and good, doing a great job the whole season, it is something. So, But I you, I always thought three and two was good enough. You're not going to move up with three and two here. And even though the top two consensus plays lost with uh, – uh, Arizona and Green Bay. So to confirm, your entry right
3: now is top twenty-five.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, in Circle Millions. Oh, that is excellent. The the, the and you're telling me that Park carrying us. Done a great job.
3: You're telling me that a mutual friend of ours has an entry
1: that's top fifteen. Yes. They're, so they moved up this past week as he, well. They went four and one. Oh man, that's right. awesome. and, and it's also there's so many great stories to this too about because we got into it about. Well, I don't want to be the guy who puts the loss on my shoulder and I talk the guy out of it, and the guy's an investment banker and very sharp and has his own models and and is so good. But I don't want to be the guy who's like, okay, I love the Eagles. Get off this game, get on the Eagles, and then it loses. like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're doing all the heavy lifting, and then you come in and screw it up. So that's hard. The other thing is you have to stay consistent and do what you have to have rules about no Thursday games or we're not going to go on bad teams or whatever or talk it out. If we're on opposite sides, you throw the game out. Our friend who is top 15, he is 15-1 and one picking games. Yeah. The loser was the Colt McCoy game when he had the Niners. And so much for closing line value, too. But it's like, why wouldn't he pick twice? He's 15-1. and one. That Aren't the rest of the guys saying, and but, it's a great story because they're all from the same area, each guy gets a pick, but wouldn't you say, listen, this guy's on fire. He needs two picks. But then at that point, maybe he doesn't want that
3: added pressure. Uh-huh. Right? I can he's, see that. he's great at isolating one game that he likes right. the most. No doubt. Adding a second one will make it too difficult. And then you're going to break right. up what you've been doing all year long.
1: huh Yeah. But the other point, now that we only have 10 of these picks left, one mistake here, one pick there, shoulda, woulda, coulda. You're talking about, forget thousands, you're talking about maybe six figures, $20,000, 75000 difference in money. Right. Everyone is so bunched up. Well, and then, it, yeah, where you come slotted, oh, it could be worth, you know, exactly what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah, but three and two doesn't move the chains, but four and one you'll jump up to. Oh, four four and one you can absolutely put it this way: if you guys close eight and two,
3: you're going to go from twenty fifth to what? Potentially tenth. Should be top ten. If you close four and one and four and one, yeah. you can make that big of a leap. Yeah.
1: Yes. Jiggy. And, yeah, I was going to say if they if they're top fifteen and they close seven and three or eight and but, two, who knows that? But to win it though, I don't think that's. I don't think. He's, their top fifteen doesn't think they can win it, even like oh, a nine and be one, tough. because Barca Hannibal Barca here is in first place with fifty seven points. He's also in a three way tie for second. He's coming off a two and three week, and he used the same picks on all the cards. There's a guy called Wise Guy, Calabasas Wise Guy. Here he's tied for eighth. He's running away with Super Contest Gold. He's got a seven and a half game league. That's winner take all. Seven-and-a-half game lead. How about that? Wow. So that – that Hayes in the barn there. So that's already over. We've okay. got a seven-and-a-half game lead. Have here we, here he's, 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 he's tied for eighth. I think it's been a while since we pointed this out. Super
3: Contest Gold is a $5,000 entry. It gets like yep. 100 people every Thanks single year. It's winner-take-all. Yes, right. But that contest, again, because you only have – He's so 70%. It's, it's going to be sharp betters though, right? Yes. So he's 70. Usually like 62 63% is going to be – you're going to have a chance. You're not – in this contest with 4,000 people at Circo, where every single year it's going to be 71,
1: 72, 73% to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ODBMG, David Baker, uh, hope to get him on next week. In the Westgate, he's uh, in third. Trying to go back-to-back jack. How impressive would that be? Mm. The booby prize here, $100,000. Jiggy Jack, it's got a three-point lead. It's got 57 losers. It's incredible. Well,
3: I mean, imagine that.
1: Incredible. The last thing that you want is a
3: three and two. If you're him, yeah. You suddenly don't want navigating it. Yep. You suddenly do not want to
1: get hot. And the other thing is, what do you do if you're like in the, let's say you're in like 40th place or in 50th place, something like that? Do you want to go with the stale numbers and try to pick up games on people? I mean, that that's another uh, possible, like the games you're choosing, because you just saw it this past week. You had a lot of stale numbers. You had Miami. You had Arizona. You had Cincinnati. I would also say that down the stretch,
3: certainly the last two weeks, a lot of people in the top 20, top 50, they're going to be doing the same exact thing. Right. Just going stale numbers. That's it. Hope they get there. Right. So, so well, you probably but,
1: don't want to be uh, on those games. So hard to navigate COVID. And, who, I mean, look yeah. at the, what the point spreads are in some of these games. Hard enough finding five games. If they're uh. going to try to give you, sometimes you think it's the free bingo uh, square uh, spot. But certainly that was the case with Cincinnati, but it wasn't the case with Arizona, and it was the case with Miami. Quarterlies, one person is 15-0 and 0 so far. Two people are 1-14. God damn. 15-0. <laughs> and 0. Isn't that something? Oh, and two God. people are 1-14 with the quarterlies. More wow. from Palm Hill Run It Down Thursday as well. You mentioned this uh, yesterday. We've talked about it a couple times, but this, some of these pregame shows. But now this one, this is uh, it's not aged well. Uh, but this was the CBS pregame show after the Packers were routed. Remember that? To start the season in Jacksonville against the Saints and what they had to say about the offseason with Aaron Rodgers and what they expected this year out of the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. We are coming off of an offseason where Aaron Rodgers dominated the headlines. Combine that with his performance last week. And, folks, you get this question, and he does as well. Is there reason to be concerned about the reigning MVP? (laughs) Concerned again? You know what? Let's face it. He is a complicated, awkward brilliant, unbelievable football player. And I kind of think he's bored in Green Bay, to be honest with you. And I think today he's going to have a bounce-back game against Detroit because this is just in his background. Look, he's got a man bun this year. He found his inner peace in the offseason. Right. Everything's going to be fine in Green Bay. Everybody just needs to relax. Ugh. No, I don't think it's going to be fine. He could come back tomorrow with another bad game. You know, how many times in the offseason, Coach, have you said to young players, the offseason is important? I need you guys to show up, even when it's voluntary. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers sent the entire offseason, just call it what it is, making it about himself, sending a message, yes. But I don't need notes, and I don't need to look at the camera and tell Aaron Rodgers how much I love him and appreciate it. I've been covering yeah. him for five years. I know how good he is. No practice, selfish, distraction. Could be a long year in Green Bay. Mm. This went down the list. NFL Today on CBS, uh, before the Week 2 game, went right down the list. Boomer, Sims. Tower, Burleson.
3: It was one right after another. It was
1: uh, Yes. And it's not going to go well this year in Green Bay. Boomer was more uh, on it, but uh, it was, I, I give him credit. He was like, no big deal after what happened against the Saints to start the season. So I would, would say. Could, could, and now a one, minus one 160 favorite to win the MVP. So throw away that game because
3: that was one of the most Not misleading scores because the Saints were great in that game and Winston was phenomenal, so was the defense. But it it means nothing to where we're at right now. Uh, They've lost once with him at quarterback. Yep, It was to Minnesota in a shootout. They lost by three points. The Chiefs game, he was not there. Mm -hmm. And Mahomes, was he did nothing in that game. If Rodgers plays, I got news for you. They have two losses on the year and they would have won at KC. And he's putting up, it's not a career year. Because he's been so good in the past, but it's one of his best years he's ever had.
1: I've never seen guys like that go after a player as hard as they did. To line up, just like right, Let's and go. then to just to rip them like that, and, and stuff he did on the off offseason and off the field, and then it just totally
3: backfired too. Uh, up next, we'll what hit some said. updated division odds, and uh, we received several emails suggesting this six-to-one shot. It makes some sense. Next.
1: VSN, the Sports Betting Network.
3: If you missed any part of this show or anything on the VCN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. You can go to vCN.com/slash podcasts and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Helbaum. Plus, We've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, The email here for this show is ftm at vcin.com, and we got several of these yesterday. Um, And it's pretty much the same thing. This is from Jason in Miami. He said, fellas, uh, take a look at the Browns to win their division. At plus six dollars. In fact, if you shop around, I think I saw plus six fifty last night. If the Rams beat the Ravens, certainly doable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs beat the Bengals, and the Browns beat the Steelers uh, this coming week. The Browns will host the Bengals for the division title in week eighteen. Good value there. So that's what it comes down to under this scenario.
1: And the Browns killed them in the first meeting. They did. I mean, that would uh, likely be your Sunday night game. Or or your monster Saturday doubleheader that uh, we have week sure, 18. Sure, sure. You could also play basically
3: a three-team Moneyline parlay yeah. this week if you would like, thinking the Browns would be alive because you could bet the Rams, their small favorite, on the Moneyline, Chiefs Moneyline, and Browns Moneyline this week and then, you know, put you in a spot to win it next week against the Bengals. Um, you Not could, hard. You could also grab oh, that yes. 6 or 650 right now, and if all that happens... Again, you could come back and hedge with uh, Bengals money line in Week 18 if you wanted to.
1: Yeah, and even the Steelers are 12 to one, but I wouldn't say they're out of it. I mean, I know as bad as it looked against Kansas City, but uh, they close with Cleveland at home Monday night. What's that stat? On the Steelers haven't lost a home game on Monday night since when? Early 90s or something? It's it's stupid. I honestly and they're that, catching that, three. That might be the most difficult game to get a read on or try to make a bet on for the entire week. I mean, they've had it with Baker and then what he did Saturday. I mean, so many guys just – I mean, how many people have to call him out and family, relatives, look at sure. this, look how, at no this, missing uh, him here. How many INTs do you think were his fault of the
3: four that he threw? I think because there was some miscommunication. The receiver slipped on one of them. Landry's there, wide open. He airmailed it. He did. That's, okay. There's definitely like some – The holding call. The, the holding end. call. Yep. Awful. Yep. They missed that. But, again, we pointed out yesterday he had two other mm-hmm. – Passes that were right here for the Packers, and they dropped them. So it could have had six at the end of the day. So maybe not all four were his
1: fault, but he
3: could have played. He was actually, he played worse than the stat line. Yeah, goes back to
1: Stefanski. Run the ball, please. You're gashing him on the ground. Yep. Bengals to win the North, minus 225. Browns 5-1. to Ravens 6. Steelers 12-1. to But uh, always shop around for those odds. AFC East, Bills, what, what a wacky turn of events this has been. Bills are now $7 to win the division. Two touchdown favorites against the Falcons Sunday, and then who knows what they're laying against the Jets. Mm-hmm. Patriots plus 550. The Bills were one to twenty at one point to win the division. Not that long ago, the Patriots were $5 themselves. That's correct. AFC South, Colts are $12 to one Well, it, here's the thing. Mm-hmm.
3: If Jimmy Garoppolo, now that you know, knowing what we know right now, if he doesn't get hurt in that game, Niners win. Colts, I think, are going to win that division. Now they have to win out, and Tennessee has to lose you know, at least one time, which yes. could happen. Hell, they could lose this week to Miami, but uh, I think the Colts were absolutely live before the Niners gave that game
1: away on Thursday night. Titans have to lose out. Titans have to lose because they have the tiebreaker. Uh, no, that's
3: right. Yeah, because they have one more six. win right now. Yeah, they, have to, they cannot win another game. They have game. to lose out, right? Yeah, they have and to they, lose out. They, Colts have right. to win out. Yep.
1: And they close with the, uh, the Texans. Yeah, you know. Rams it. are minus 330. Cardinals plus 250. Well, wow, I'm... how that have, that's changed, too. That thing was over. I mean, they were 7-0, and and the Rams had that three-game losing streak. That's right. And uh, I don't think Arizona wins Sunday. To get the one seed, good, good props up at DraftKings. To get the one seed, KC minus 330, that's not over. Remember, the Titans have the tiebreaker. Yeah. Titans finish with Miami and the Texans. Chiefs have a tough one at Cincinnati. Can they lose at Denver? Bad weather, Teddy two gloves his back, never moved know. the ball I mean, on him in the first game. They were missing Kelsey this past game. All right. You know, I
3: actually think for one game that maybe helped out a little bit where you take away <laughs> a weapon like Kelsey because he'll only had two catches um, and that opened it up for everybody yeah. else to get involved and I think that was good for Mahomes maybe.
1: Yeah, Green Bay minus 650 to get the one seed in the NFC. Seven point favorite, six and a half point favorite at home to the Vikings Sunday night and they close with Detroit. Dallas is 5-1, and again, they have uh, only one conference loss. although they did lose head-to-head against Tampa. How about fewest wins? Fewest wins and most wins. Fewest wins, it's Jacksonville and Detroit. Jacksonville yeah. minus 250. Right, that turned because of uh, Detroit uh-huh. winning recently.
3: Uh, yeah, they're probably going to be the team, right? I mean, they closed New England and Indy? <laughs>
1: okay. Where's their win coming from? <laughs> well, this, is there a scenario where Indy sits people? I mean, it doesn't mean anything. We're we're, a a wild card, and we're locked into our seat. That's possible. Would Reich take a chance, if they can
3: do nothing with their seed? would he still take a chance to play Jonathan Taylor as much as possible if he has a chance to win the MVP?
1: I think he does have a chance, because now we're seeing as low as 5-1 at at several places, Taylor MVP. Sure, and by
3: the way, uh, Peter King was going to join us today. Something came up, not on the program, but he did right on Monday. The Mm -hmm. MVP is down to three people. It's down to Rogers, Jonathan Taylor, and Cooper Cup. And of the people who had a vote last year, uh, they tweet about this stuff. Uh, at least one other person said the same exact thing.
1: It's down to those three exact players. I would, I, I would agree. Yeah. I don't see how you can go any other way. How about to lead to have the most wins? KC eleven and four, Green Bay twelve and three, Dallas Rams, Tampa eleven and four. I don't think the Packers lose. I don't think so either. So I think they get there. But if they lose, my God, <laughs> you could have all these teams sitting there at 13-4. Uh, then
3: they could all tie.
1: Yes. The Packers are $3. Right. At DraftKings, to have the most wins. Mm. What do you think about that Browns
3: angle to win the division? Are you in? I can't get there. Can't do it. Do you think that scenario happens, though? Rams beat the Ravens this week. You like the Chiefs, so you think they're going to win against Cincinnati and then Browns have to win on Monday night against the, the Steelers.
1: I would be surprised if the Bengals beat the Chiefs. I, I'm going to have to, I'll disagree with humans. Uh, I, I just think that the Chiefs are so high. They didn't even have Kelsey, and they did what they wanted against the Steelers. Yep. This defense is nasty, and it's for real uh, during this eight-game winning streak. Again, it's been an incredible turnaround. I, I know I was yelling about this yesterday, and I've said this like
3: five times in the last couple of weeks. Explain, to, Please, somebody explain to me how Andy reads 100-1. Paul, as we've said before, Their defense, before they turned it around, they were allowing more than seven yards per play. Okay, the best offense going back to the year 2000. Thank you, Las Vegas, Chris, for pointing this out. It was that St. Louis Rams team in 2000. They were averaging 7.1 yards per play on offense. So their defense, they were allowing more yards per play than the best offense since the stat has been a thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, every game, seven points here, 10 over here, 14 to this team, seven again. Like, the turnaround yeah. has been, and we said, and several people told us the same thing, it doesn't matter who the quarterback was eight weeks ago when the defense was that bad. You can't win a division, a conference, a Super Bowl. Well, guess what happened? Even even when
1: Mahomes still was not out of his funk, the defense turned it around and they were playing great. Yeah. LaFleur plus 175 makes no sense. No. And uh, you could also make the case for Vrabel if they can somehow get the one seed. All the injuries they had to deal with? I'm there for Vrabel. I I have no action on Vrabel. He should be in the conversation. There's 20 to 1s out there. That could happen. You lose your best player. Uh, Going back, though, what Cincinnati team am I going to get? Remember, they lost back-to-back home games to the Chargers and the 49ers. They gave up 41 to the Chargers. They lost to the Bears. They lost to the Jets. Mike White dropped 34 on them. A third-string quarterback moved it on him with no prep time Sunday. Yeah. Now it's Mahomes, and they're on a roll? I, I don't see it. Well,
3: there are a couple of teams anyway. As long as they get in the playoffs, they can, I can see it going any which way. The Bengals would be one of them. Like the Bengals, would I be stunned if they actually bow in the first round? No. But am I going to be surprised yeah. if they're in it in the fourth quarter in the AFC title game? Absolutely not. The same thing, like the Chargers are that – unreliable, and they have like that bipolar syndrome as a football team, right? We saw it this last week. No way, no how should you go there and get embarrassed by Houston. Um, that, was, that was totally embarrassing what happened. But the Chargers are the kind of team that could go to Arrowhead in a playoff game and win, and win it outright. That's scary to me. The Colts can absolutely do some damage. We talked about in the NFC with the 49ers. If, if they're healthy, who, who on earth wants to play that team right now
1: And who's healthy and who's uh has COVID issues that's the other thing I mean when, when could something come down and you don't know who's key who, guys that are out All right I mean that that could decide a play- Peter King's right that could decide a playoff game or a playoff spot that's probably the better way to say it it'll decide a playoff spot All right with, with two weeks left email
3: here as always FTM at von.com FTM for follow the money at vcin.com up next. More on some of these awards, what the markets look like right now MVP, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year, and uh, a Monday Night Football recap as well. Dolphins are in the playoffs today as we speak. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Five bowl games today. BetRiver Sportsbook takes football same-game parlays to a whole other level. You can combine same-game parlays from different games to give even more ways to make your perfect combo, and they've added more and more same-game parlay props for the big college football matchups. Download the app or go to betrivers.com today. Explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21, playable in Jersey, as play Sugarhouse. And this was, again, a great article on ESPN.com by David Purdom, recapping some of the big tickets uh, throughout the year. In week seven, a better hit $100 eight-leg same-game parlay on the Colts 49ers game. What you think about it? It wasn't that hard. Remember, it was a monsoon? Colts money line and over. Wentz under passing yards. Garoppolo under passing yards. Mitchell and Taylor over rushing yards. And Mitchell and Taylor anytime touchdown. 97,000. That easy. That was a primetime game. Yeah, it was a yeah, Sunday okay. night game. Col- Colts pulled away in the second half, if I recall correctly. It was a P.I. fest, too. Uh well, one of many, I think, this year. For the yeah, course, right, right. right. They paid that paid ninety-seven thousand dollars. One better did that in yeah. week seven. So you you want you
3: want to bring up Rodgers
1: for offensive player of the year, not no, was, the MVP. Well, I was thinking about that. Could they go? Could the voters? Could that happen? But I might have it. They might actually do that with Taylor and, and or Cup. Right. Rodgers MVP, Taylor and or Cup get offensive player of the year. But I'm thinking maybe they could do that to Rodgers and say I don't want to give it to him back to back years. Um. And maybe politics well, plays into it a little bit, too. I don't know. Or selfishness, whatever you want to say. But I mean, Listen, whatever you want to People ripped him for what he did. So you can't get away from oh, that. Oh,
3: pe- people who have votes
1: ripped him yeah. for what he did. Okay, right. Best, and they're so, human beings,
3: so that will
1: play a, play a role.
3: I would also like to sit here and tell you that Debo Samuel could maybe win that award. What he's meant to that offense. Sure. And playing running back, then all of a sudden more than wide receiver. I mean, how many guys in the league could do that? Zero outside of him? Uh-huh. But he's not going to win because Taylor and Cup have been so insane. Uh, the Offensive Rookie of the Year, it is... Right now, Mac Jones is still $5. This morning, as we speak, I'm looking at him at $5. So Chase is plus 350. Waddle was great again last night. Is there any chance Jalen Waddle can steal this award? He has, as a rookie wide receiver, 96 catches, 941 yards, and five touchdowns. Or has Chase done too much for Waddle to you know, maybe catch him and surpass him at that position? Chase has 10 touchdowns, right?
1: Chase has a much better quarterback, too. Yeah. I mean, that's... And, it, and you just see how conservative Miami is with the play calling. That's very impressive what Waddle's done. See, here's the thing. They don't take shots deep to Waddle because Tua
3: doesn't have the arm mm-hmm. and everything is underneath. Meanwhile, Burrow slings it down the field all game long.
1: But and he also had to deal with Brissett for some games in there, too. Uh, God. I, I, well, here's the deal. I think Max's going to win it, but I agree with you. He shouldn't be that high.
3: Right. As of right now, minus five dollars is way too high. Yeah. But again, they close, Jacksonville this week, fifteen and a half point favorites. Miami the next week. If the Patriots win out, and Jones looks steady and is decent overall, with his numbers, he's probably going going to win the
1: award. Agree or disagree? He's probably oh. going to win the award. Well, what if he has a bad performance at Miami? That could happen, and they lose, and then Chase goes crazy against the Chiefs, and or uh, they close with Cleveland, right? Yep. So that's yep. yeah. Uh, One other award, the Comeback
3: Player of the Year. We did mention this yesterday. Again, Dak Prescott may win the award. The fact that he is minus 650 this morning is absolutely absurd. And Joe Burrow is plus 450. Again, the only reason why Prescott is that big of a favorite right now is because he was the preseason favorite to win the award. Now, again, his injury was absolutely gruesome, but I can come back and say the same thing about Burrow. That was disgusting what happened to him. Mm-hmm. And now look at what he means to that overall organization.
1: Yeah, you're making good points. I mean, we just did uh, three weeks straight, including the guy who owns the team, saying Dak and the offense was in a slump. He wasn't playing. That's well. correct. No, they weren't. No. Nope. And then Sunday night
3: happened. So I think Burrow at plus 450 still represents some pretty good value and he could win that award. And then we talked about the coach of the year. I'll give you like, some of the guys I would cross off. Um if Rabel's still alive, Yes, I would put a line through Sean McVay. He's not
1: winning the award. I'd have, I'd have to do it with Belichick, too. Put a line through him I'd now? Ha- I'd have to, yes. I can't go that far. He's still alive, he just, in my opinion. He just lost the two biggest games of the season. Well, but they just beat they the did. Bills uh, 20 days well, ago. Yeah. But you, you, they didn't force the Bills to punt. It was the first time in his career that happened to a Belichick coach team. Do you think Zach Taylor can win it with the Bengals?
3: I think he could. If, if they, they if, went if out, if yeah, they, I know, yeah, yeah, could I it. see that. But I'm putting a line through McVay. I personally put a line through Mike McCarthy. I, I mean, if they would somehow shock the world and get the one overall seed, I guess maybe voters would give it to him. I, I just can't imagine him winning that award. Kingsbury's now 40-1. to one. He's not winning it. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else below that. Well, I mean, I'd still like to make a case for Andy Reid and Brian Flores. Can you imagine if the Dolphins went out make the playoffs, and go from
1: 1-7 to 10-7? And they had to deal with a whole Watson, who's your quarterback distraction for about a month. Right. I mean, that was real. They were trying to get Watson. And they were going to get him if he settled with the 22, whatever the number is, wow. 22 accusers. And I think he would work something out with 18 of them. Mm. I mean, that was going to happen. So, yeah. that's a tough one. But, again, but I, I don't think they're going to give it to Hoodie if they go 11-6. and six. I don't think that's good enough. For Coach of the Year.
2: Yeah.
3: And trying to read the room. Again, at this point, forget about your opinion. You know, I would say avoid as much noise as possible. You need to handicap the voters. That's the absolute key yeah. to this. And as I pointed out uh, from tracking this, now the week that we were off last week, I told you yesterday some voters will probably never look at a non-quarterback. So it's going to be Rodgers to them. But a lot of other people have said it's down to three people, and they're throwing Cup and Taylor into the mix. So they're going to let it play out for all 18 weeks, which is what a voter should do. So I know Rodgers is minus 160, yeah. minus 175 right now, but I'm not going to call that award over with. Yeah,
1: Can't get in their heads. Does, does head-to-head matter? I mean, does Wright get the edge over Belichick because the Colts won that game? Mm. Uh, everything they've had to deal with, and they just were a mass unit and took out Arizona on the road. I don't know. Sure. And the hard knocks distraction, too. Uh, did, did you, were you aware of this? This happened while we were on vacation that Goodell and the league went to the, the players and said, we're forfeiting these games. No one gets paid unless you change your testing. We change the testing here. What a, what a flex by Goodell. Mm-hmm. That was something. And then the whole conspiracy thing about why'd you penalize the Raiders and move the game because the NFLPA, head of the NFLPA is on the Browns. On the Browns, right. Treader. And they moved the game and it still didn't work out for them. Uh, and then Treader came down with COVID too, but that was just nuts with that storyline where it's like you're going to have to forfeit and take a loss, and no one gets paid unless we come to the table sure. and work this sure. out. And they, I thought that was interesting do you, too. Do you think, like, will we
3: actually have the conversation in the playoffs about a game getting moved, or are they going to say it's no? This is the time. It's 1:30 kickoff on Saturday. We're not moving it whatsoever.
1: Depends Even, what what game's impacted. You can't. You're not going to move a Monday night, are you? You move a Monday night to to win. What, Tuesday? There's a line of demarcation. There's a cutoff. Could you move a Saturday game to Monday?
3: You you could do that. Yes, you could. If if a team, you know, if they were hit like the Saints were last night with COVID, do they say, we can't possibly play a playoff game like this? You're scheduled for 5 o'clock on Saturday night. We're going to give you until Monday. I don't know. Again, it was 90-plus players hit the COVID list yesterday alone. One day in the NFL, 90-plus. And this is potentially not going to end just because the regular season is over with.
1: Yeah. Or like a Ravens situation. It's multiple quarterbacks day before the game. Yeah. So, yeah. Something right. like that right, happens. Right, right. Or you clear out a locker room. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, what else do you have on this Purdue story? Okay. Uh, the, the, very good. Uh, the Otani bet. Congratulations to you. You, you added, it. But uh, not like this, though. $30,000 bet on Otani at 30-1 to 1 to win the MVP. March 19th here in Nevada. Bam. Week 9, two big NFL upsets. A better in Colorado nailed both. That was when the Broncos humiliated the Cowboys and Jacksonville shocked the Bills. He won $86,000. They were double-digit dogs and won outright. A betting syndicate sports sportsbooks by taking advantage of a bookmaker's mistake on the total in the WNBA All-Star game oh, in yeah, July. That was, that was a big one. It opened 248.5 and moved 53 points <laughs> and dropped to 195.5. In late October, a 35-year-old small business owner from northern New Jersey put thousand dollars on Mike White to have the most passing yards of any quarterback in Week Eight at 125 to one. He was going to the game. He, yep, he passed for 405 yards, and he got it. Someone bet fifty thousand dollars on Gonzaga money line against Dixie State November 9th. It paid seven hundred fourteen dollars. Would they pay like fourteen? You're kind of surprised it paid that much. Uh, The flip side, $569,000 three-team money line parlay in college football. Ohio State, Cincinnati, uh, Alabama. That was the week they lost to A&M. Oh, man. Yes. Biggest upsets by point spread. Jacksonville getting 16, 15 and a half against the Bills. Rockets getting 14, beat the Bucs. Louisiana Monroe getting 32, beat Liberty. Texas Southern getting 23, beat Florida in college hoops. Great job, Mr. Perk. Yep, excellent stuff. All right, follow the money here on VEASAN, the
3: Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff's going to join the program coming up next. Getting around 63% in all of his NFL bets on the year. Tricky week again, but he has at least three bets that he likes. Find out who he's on coming up next.